Listeners, get ready for a podcast event like no other. The good old days and the devil's dirt star are colliding to give you a special look at European witch trials. Greetings from the devil's dirt star, a podcast for the esoteric and strange. Hello, everybody. Yeah, we're back. Hello. <laughs> we're back, and I'm blue. You're very blue. Very blue. Yep, yep. And I'm also Big Spoon. <laughs> Are you and in I'm need also of a guy? Are you blue? In need of a guy? No, you don't know that song? <laughs> I always thought it was in need that of a guy. Need of a guy? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Is it? It's one of those things that just, you hear it. Like, I'm blue, I'm in need of a guy. <laughs> I'm never gonna not be able to hear that sentence now. Right, I'm sorry. Whenever I listen to that song, it tracks. I can hear my cat. I, you know what? I'm sorry. I totally know in the introduction. I just had to throw the uh, that that song in there. But I'm sorry, Big Spoon and Ellsworth and I'm Kinsey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you for welcome. Having me. <laughs> yeah, and it's our first stream like together. Yeah. This is like. A flagship episode, yeah, I think. Totally. Right? Well, thank you guys for having I'm me. I'm into it. Well, <laughs> thanks for having us. Oh my god! Yeah, seriously, and thank you for your patience with me trying to set up my very blue camera. You're blue. I appreciate it. Ellsworth has got a lot of warm colors, and I'm just neutral. I think that works. You're yes. uh, you're very blue. You're, are you wearing a blue shirt? You've got blue background. <laughs> But I'm like a cool tone. You're, She's a new you're like a filter. Like it's, there's like it looks like there's a blue filter over you. It just has a lot of blue around her. Oh, yes. Or be a Kenzie, lot of blue, like yeah. aura. Yeah, there is. It's it's okay. Okay. We can do the yeah. Right, I'll have to learn. Audacity is amazing. It's not too bad, in my opinion. It's pretty well, low key. We'll have but to learn. Anyway. So what are we talking about today? Stories for you. I'm gonna tell you so many stories that's gonna do it. Which trials are gonna look tame? Those Europeans, man, we got nothing on them. (laughs) So I don't know a lot about like the historical ones over in you know Europe, anything outside of America, but I have heard that they're pretty brutal. Uh, You'll have to let me know at the end how brutal you think they were. But before we start, we always do this. We got to get a Latin word in because everything sounds cooler in Latin. So our our Latin word of the day is venefica, (laughs) which is the word for witch. They also had maleficarum, which also means witch. And according to Google Translate, Word Hippo, the Glossary Dictionary, and a bunch of others, because I had to verify, maga means witch. So take from that what you want. I'm just giving you facts. Interesting. Also, I didn't know the wait. Is, Maleficarum how do you that it again? Witch. Maleficarum. Yeah, because Malleus Maleficarum is the that. witch's hammer, and Malleus like mallet, which is hammer. And I got s- some beautiful quotes from that book for you near the end too. <laughs> it's a fun book, for sure. Um, it's do in you English, have an so no. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, you guys, I want you to heat your cauldrons, grab your eye of newt, get on that broomstick, and let me set the scene. Oop. Sorry, I have to do the sound again. <laughs> All right, so large-scale witch hunts began in Europe in the early 15th century, around the 1400s, and they lasted for approximately 300 years. The 1400s were known for construction of the Forbidden City in China, the Machu Picchu in modern-day modern Peru, and we had a lot of well-known people who came out of the 1400s. Joan of Arc, Vlad the Impaler, Leonardo da Vinci, Christopher Columbus... You know what, you guys? One of these people is not like the other. Who do you think doesn't have a body count to their name? Joan of Arc, Vlad the Impaler, Leonardo da Vinci, and Christopher Columbus. <laughs> I mean, da Vinci, right? Definitely. As, as far as I know, he does not have a body count that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty easy pop quiz. These guys are wild, though. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I was second guessing. There's actually a, there's a, a bit question. of a delay. Actually, I'm getting with audio. <laughs> right. oh, well, no. Outside of what Da Vinci invented, the 1400s also brought us brought us golf, the printing press, muzzle loaded rifles, and Scotch whiskey. Yes, golf was invented before the muzzle ro- muzzle loaded rifle. I kind of wonder if the two are related. Now, the 14... <laughs> Sorry, <Most definitely>. <laughs> but the 1400s were also a very, very violent time in history. There were so many, 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 many wars. Besides the fall of the Byzantine Empire, the second half of the Hundred Years' War, the Thirty Years' War, the Nine Years' War, and many others... So, so, so many that they just didn't even name them anymore. It was all the number of years they lasted. And with that historical context, large-scale witch hunts begin. Now, I I found mention of witch trials as early as 1324 in Kilkenny, Ireland, and in 1334 in Toulouse, France. But I couldn't find a lot of details, so they happened. We're just going to move on. I am going to start with 1428 in Valais, Switzerland. This is when the first documented large-scale witch trial happened. Now, this isn't to say that witches weren't hunted before, but this is when you had the sham, I I, I mean trial, you know, the criminal process. (laughs) We still follow the same criminal process to this day. First, you have the accusation, investigation, prosecution, and sentencing. These trials in Switzerland lasted about eight years, multiple trials. So here's how the first witch trials worked. At least three neighbors had to publicly accuse a person of of witchcraft. So that's accusation. The investigation, totally legit. They tortured the accused and got a confession. I don't know how much more legit you can get. Now... The confessions ranged from meetings with the devil to just having the power to kill their neighbor or just the ability to change into werewolves. Power to kill their neighbor, I assume, without utilizing (laughs) something like a hammer (laughs) or a sword. (laughs) (laughs) I I have to ask. It's okay. 
I am. I'm sorry. I am so stuck on the whole three neighbors thing. I don't know like, where that number I came from, but I, I do have to ask based on that three neighbors thing. If you had the power to kill thy neighbor before the accusation, why wouldn't you just kill thy neighbor before they accuse you? So then you only had two people accusing you if that's your witchy power. I mean, unless you just really don't think they're going to accuse you of That's anything. That's a valid point. Yeah, you got to beat them to the punch, yeah. I guess. That's messed All right. up. Logic aside, back to these devil meetings. What was the meeting about? I wanted to know so bad, you guys. So I tried to summon the devil to ask him, but I, I thought it was just easier to summon the depths of the internet. You know, page two. <laughs> of course. The meeting was the devil encouraging these accused witches to avoid mass. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> I feel that devil every day. <laughs> Bear the witch. Bear the witch. <laughs> now, unlike the other European witch hunts, the accused Swiss witches were mostly male peasants. How very progressive of the Swiss. All right. So we talked about... <laughs> Not at all. So they weren't like sexist at all. <laughs> Typical Swiss. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we covered the accusation, the investigation, and let's just skip the whole prosecution thing since we already know it's a sham. And we're just going to jump right on into, pro uh, into sentencing. So the Swiss would tie the convicted witch to a ladder and push them into a fire. But they were merciful. They tied bags of gunpowder around their necks to hasten their demise. I, you're speechless. <laughs> How? It's better than feet first. Oh, God. There, there, there are worse horrors, I suppose. Okay, I would rather transport myself to 1692 in Salem. And be hung? That. Yeah, totally. Crushed oh, yeah. to death. Uh, I think that might that might be worse than like gunpowder around the neck. Giles Corey is too hardcore for me. Yeah, no, I like more weight. Still. Nah, man, I'd be like. I said it, I'm a witch. Stop the torture. <laughs> I, oh, my God. Do you know how many people died? Do you want to That's take a guess? wild. Yes. You said eight years, right? So for context, how many people died in Salem? Eight, right? Uh, Eleven? Like, eight. Okay. So I think it was in the guess. teens. Not that many. No. I don't know. Several, several yeah, hundred? Just, just 367. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. So more than one for each day of the calendar. <laughs> it was one a day. They were just like. <laughs> but on the last day, they did a couple. Yeah, like... it was a special celebration. <laughs> well, you know what? That's just 367 dead, not accused. <laughs> oh, That's a good point. Let's fast forward a little yeah. bit to 1485 in uh, modern day Innsbruck, Austria where this very holy churchman, Heinrich Kramer, was just butthurt that a woman ignored his sermon. 
How dare she, you guys? She must be a witch. She must be a witch I mean, here. It was Come a on. Sermon. <laughs> of course. So he took her to trial and she was acquitted, found not guilty. Did Kramer lick his wounds and go home? No, no, no. He wrote a controversial yet very popular book in 1486 called Malleus Maleficarum. So in English, that translates to the witch's hammer. This amazing piece of literature contains step-by-step instructions for interrogating suspected witches. Now, according to one post on Amazon, for almost 200 years after its publication, this particular book sold more than any other book save for the Christian Bible. Amazon's been around forever, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's impressive, actually. (laughs) You guys want to know how to tell a witch, right? Oh, man. So let me tell you about these witch tests. First, you have to get, again, three trustworthy witnesses. They don't have to be neighbors anymore. And now the judge is going to interview them together in the same room so they can get their story straight. And and if they don't agree that there is clear evidence, then she should be arrested anyway, regardless if these three stories line up or not. Just in case. I get it. (laughs) No. No, (laughs) Ellsworth. That's not how witness testimony works. <laughs> oh it God. is in the 1400s. <laughs> oh, God. Well, they were putting, like, animals on trial and stuff, and so whatever. Is this when they yes. were putting dead popes on trial, too? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what a time. <sighs> so Kramer even went as far as breaking down the timing of the torture if she doesn't confess. Notice the word she in here. Day one, she should be questioned, quote, lightly without the shedding of blood. But then Kramer says, you know, this isn't really effective, but it's okay for day one. Uh, After that, the witch should be stripped and have every part of her body shaved. Again, her and she, the pronouns. According to Heinrich, in order to preserve, and this is an actual quote from the English translation, because I don't read Latin. In order to preserve the power of silence, they are in the habit of hiding some superstitious object in their clothes or in their hair, or even in the most secret parts of their body, which must not be named. The bottle. (laughs) The dirt star. star. (laughs) It's where we keep our witchcraft. Is it? It is now. I know you guys are wondering, what is this superstitious object? Well, it's the limbs of unbaptized children. (laughs) Oh, okay, no. I don't have that chilling in my dirt star. I don't have that much space (laughs) in my dirt star. Like, that's... uh, A limb is... Even on a child, a limb is not small. it can be a finger. (laughs) That is, oh god! <laughs> I guess I was thinking more like arms and legs. Me too. I was picturing like baby doll yeah. hearts. Yeah, yeah. That is disturbing. Where did 
Where did he come up? Did with he that? actually find these things in people's? <laughs> well, it also private parts? meant the other private part because you know it's a girl. Well, that would that would track. <laughs> yes. In, yep, case, in case you guys forget, with the plural. there's more than one private part. <laughs> private parts. All right. Now, if she still hasn't confessed, this is when you ramp up the torture. However, the Inquisitor should, again, start with, quote, gentler forms of torture. <laughs> the best kind. What, like pinching? <laughs> Like feathers, tickling. <laughs> Humming jet songs out of tune for 24 hours straight. <laughs> you know, oh, some people hilarious. find heavy metal oh, music to be torture. I would love that because that's my type of music. So I never understood why that's a torture. I'd be like rocking out the whole yeah. time. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> Duh. It's because you're a witch. <laughs> I yeah, obviously. For limbs of unbaptized children in my private parts, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after they start with these gentle forms of torture, they have to increase accordingly. Accordingly is not really uh, defined. Day four is when this accused witch is finally given a break. And if she doesn't confess, eh, she's guilty anyway. Now, this is when she's sent to the secular courts because the church can't really kill anyone. The church just does the torture and then the secular courts uh, provide the punishment. Now, not all confessions were extracted through torture. There are some ordeals that inquisitors can use, like the crying test. I don't know if you guys knew this. Witches cannot weep. Did you know this? Everyone knows this, you I've guys. Heard that. I don't know why you don't know this already. But if they do weep, <laughs> it's common knowledge. But if they do weep, that's because the devil made them do it. So it doesn't matter; they're guilty anyway. So they can't weep except for when they can. That tracks. Yeah. Another. I would be so dead. I would be so on that ladder with the gun. Like, because you, because you oh cried. Well, cry. oh, I cry all the God. time, but someone could say the devil made me do it. Like, here's another so totally reasonable. random fact. Witches cannot touch the ground when they're transported, because if they do, they're going to strike many people dead with lightning and escape. So, God, I hope so. I mean, I doubt it. When arrested, the officers should carry them in a basket or on a plank of wood so they don't touch the floor. <laughs> I want to be carried. I want to see the basket. I need to see the basket. Do not have a picture of it. Like. Because there's different, like, is it a basket with, like, the little, like, they're holding them under their arm, just kind of like, or is it, like... There's, like, baguettes and apples in it or something. Like, bread, bread. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm visioning with, like, the little picnic blanket lining. People from that part of the world, or women, are generally taller. I'm I'm a midget. I'm barely five foot two and a half. So, I mean, I'm trying to figure out... I'm from that part of the world. I'm five foot nine. Or not, I mean, genetically I am. I'm, Can I'm American. Can you things? Because you know. I can't. To me, that's a superpower. Top shelf. I can reach all the things. Mm-hmm. 
No, that's why we have stools. True. Right? I'm with you. Makes me all about the all True. about those stools. <laughs> Maybe we should change it to little spoon. <laughs> little spoon. No, but I. Love I know. <laughs> Tragic. I know. She's I'm a witch. <laughs> Okay, so let's say that those nifty tricks somewhere. I just told you about don't work. Then the accused, and again, this is just their accused. Mm-hmm. They haven't been found guilty yet. And they should go through the ordeal of the red hot iron. You know, the accused person would carry a burning hot iron rod and walk so many steps without being burned to prove their innocence. But you know what, though? Witches are tricky. If they don't burn, it's because the devil protected them. And if that <laughs> damned if you do, damned if you don't. And if that doesn't work, mm-hmm. there's the trial of boiling water. You grab a pot of water, you boil it, and place a random object at the bottom. The accused would then reach in and grab this object. If they're burned, they're guilty. And if they don't burn, yeah, the devil protected them anyway, and they're still guilty. <laughs> oh, okay, I ha- I have a question. Is there like a group of people auditing well, what's happening? The church. Like, are they watching this? <laughs> the church. Oh God, we're all screwed. I'm actually so like to me. Oh, I was gonna say I even give you proof of oh, how the church uh, gave power to all of this. But go ahead, sorry. <laughs> no, I just don't understand anybody in that room would be guilty. And just you know. And just so I'm you know, upset. if they are, <laughs> yeah. you know, if they confess right before they're burnt because they were found guilty, and if they confess right before they're killed, eh, you know what? That's really they're confessing because of the fear of death, not because they want to be more godly. So kill them anyway. Burn the witch. <sighs> <laughs> it is a totally you know everything you I've do, told you kind of borders on Monty Python level absurd. If she weighs as much as a duck, yes. she's a witch. And she's made of wood. <laughs> she's a witch. Can we burn her? <laughs> she she, God, she turned me into oh, so good. I got better. Kramer <laughs> <laughs> was not oh, alone Lord. in his fear of witches. After all, he followed the Catholic Church and would never do anything that the church would not approve of. Let's go back a few hundred years, according to uh, the newadvent.org, which just explains the Bible to, to me, at least. In 866, Pope Nicholas I forbade the use of torture because at the time, witches were put through the cold water test. They're thrown in the water. If they sank and died, they were innocent, but oh, well, they're dead. And if they float because they know how to swim. <laughs> they're with Jesus now. And if they float because they know how to swim, they're guilty. Or if because a lot of the times these are, you know, it's almost always women. Women have more body fat than men do. Often it's older women who have even more body fat. Fat makes you float. So by even if they don't know how to swim, they're more likely to float than if you're tossing in, you know, a lean 18-year-old boy. So I guess now it's... <laughs> damn if you do, damn if you don't. Witch, it's a drown the witch. Yep. <laughs> which is better i i'd rather yeah i i fear it's horrible but you know whatever. i know they're like it's peaceful is it i think it's peaceful <laughs> after you're already past the part that's not peaceful which is the part that i'm scared of 
Imagine your throat being on fire. It's peaceful after it sucks. (laughs) Like there's a there's a burning sensation with bullpox. Yeah, yes. (laughs) One's probably, I guess, faster. Hopefully, we'll never find out. (laughs) That's rough. All right. Well, in 1020, uh, Bishop of Worms wrote in his treatise that powers the witches were credited with were not true. And that anyone who believed that a witch could control the weather, transform into an animal, or have intercourse with an incubus or a succubus was sinful and must do penance. Yes, you heard me right. It wasn't the accused witches who must perform penance, but those who believed that a witch had that power. In 1080, Pope Gregory Gregory VII even forbade King Harold of Denmark from executing witches. Now the tide slowly turned, and 300 years later, the witch scapegoating returned. In 1484, Pope Innocent VIII wrote a papal bull on witchcraft. This document is considered by many to be responsible for the witch trials. But really, as I already talked about, three trials that happened before... It wasn't. Um, But this document can be credited with giving the Inquisitors churchy powers to do what they want. And it gave validity to the uh, witch hunts. (laughs) Churchy powers. (laughs) I have the power of churchy. I am churchy. I found another witch test that wasn't in the Malleus Maleficarum. And this is called a pricking test. So a few weeks ago, for those uh, good old days listeners, we talked about amazing medieval jobs, and I'm sad to say I missed one. It's called a witch pricker. So the pricker <laughs> would go around and prick accused witches. <laughs> if they if they bled, they what were not a witch. But now this is a way for people to prove their innocence, right? No, 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 it's not. Because you had fake prickers who used fake needles like a prop knife. And no one would really bleed when they got pricked because the pricking part would just go inside of the handle. And the real prickers knew exactly where to prick you so you wouldn't feel any pain or or bleed. And for all you modern prickers out there, i.e. phlebotomists, this was a very well-paying job. (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting i feel like i would have been good at that (laughs) yeah i think so well let me tell you about the pay because that's really the uh what would be what would sell people on this job now the average man in those days made a whole shilling a day but prickers made six whole shillings a, uh, a day instead of one and if they found a witch they got a bonus and that bonus was six pounds. So all of that, right? So we got incentive. <laughs> kind, of, kind of like end of the month tickets. <laughs> so, oh my God, incentive pay for pricking Again, if you witch. watch the big old days, you it's know how crazy. I love to do math, which is true. It's not sarcasm. I really do love math. Um, accounting for inflation, putting those numbers together, that's about $430 a week, assuming you worked six days. But your bonus here is twelve one thousand two hundred fifty dollars a witch. <laughs> the average, <laughs> the average man made like hundred dollars an hour. The prickers made four hundred, and then they on top of that got twelve fifty per witch. All right. 
let's move let's move on back to some other witch trials. Now, this isn't as bloody as the one I uh, I mentioned, but it's quite absurd. Now, let's go to one of the most beautiful accents on earth, Scotland. I have a thing for Scottish accents. I don't know if Princess Anne of Denmark felt the same way that I do about a Scottish accent, but she was about to marry the Scottish King James VII, so I kind of hope she did. And this is the very same James that would become uh, King James I of England, who would then appoint a bunch of people to write the King James Bible. Anywho, it's a love story of Anne and James. Now, this bride wanted to join her husband in Scotland, but their boat trip was cut short due to a storm. Unperturbed, she tried again, but the three-day journey was again thwarted by storms. And at the same time, a boat full of wedding gifts was also ravaged by these storms. Upset by this bad luck, James set off to fetch Anne himself. There's no word on whether he tried to rescue the ninja blender from the sunken gift-filled chip. I have to imagine he would have. Those are quite valuable. (laughs) wonder what you give a king as a wedding gift. (laughs) Small child. Probably. Just their limbs. Just the the limbs of a small child. (laughs) The unbaptized small child, please. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Important clarification. That's the important part. So they made it halfway to Oslo, and Anne made that trip from Copenhagen to Oslo. And then they got married uh, and traveled back to Copenhagen for a few months. But before heading to Scotland, guess what happened? That that was a question. Guess what happened? (laughs) We're we're guessing. Do do we come up with our guesses? (laughs) No. Does somebody get accused? A storm, you guys. Someone dies. (laughs) But do you know why storms happen? (laughs) <laughs> That's boring. We're we're having fun guesses. <laughs> All right. Well, here, here's one where you can guess. Do you know how stor- storms happened or why storms happened? Do you mean witches. literally or metaphorically? Witches. Okay. You're Wait, right. We'll say witches. <laughs> witches. <laughs> these Danish women were conjuring up these storms to stop the royal wedding. I, I don't know why, but they did. <laughs> they were jealous. They sure. wanted that King James PP. <laughs> that is so not hot. <laughs> I challenge you, listeners, next time you're getting down and dirty with your significant other to only refer to their part as their PP. Tell me how it works out. <laughs> It'll be a full shutdown. Like. <laughs> Like, so impressed the offline. <laughs> so oh, they man. found these Danish women, and shocking, they tortured them. And even more shocking, these women confessed to raising storms to stop the fleet from arriving in Scotland. Dude, I'd confess so fast. You wouldn't even have to hurt me. You just pull out the needle, and I'd be like, I did it! I did it! I don't know what I did, but I did it anyway. <laughs> whatever whatever it is, it was me! <laughs> You're going to go honesty is the best policy route, not knowing what's about to happen. Yep. No, it wouldn't even be honesty. I would just see the needle and be like, whatever it was. (laughs) Yes, it was me. Put that away. Amazing. In total, 13 people were killed. Now, medieval Twitter was abound with rumors. And because it's running on... (laughs) 
Unlike modern Twitter, which is the epitome of fact finding. And because yes. this version of Twitter is running on medieval technology, it took two months for the rumors to reach Scotland's and King James. And what is this rumor, you ask? The Danish witches colluded with Scottish, Scottish witches. Now, how did these mostly illiterate peasants communicate across two countries? Don't worry about it. It happened. <laughs> Morse code. <laughs> I was going to say like smoke signals. Oh, that's probably Remember, better. That's probably better. Remember, it's a three-day boat trip. Yeah. <laughs> Morse code, definitely yeah. then. Yeah, um, that would be a really yeah. long tin can with a wire. Across the sea from Copenhagen to Scotland. Yes. Definitely. Yes. That had to have been it. Yes. Right. Well, anyway, it happened. And in case you were curious, because I was, there are 650 nautical miles between Copenhagen and Leith, which is right outside of Edinburgh, um, which, again, is a three-day boat trip. So witch trials were happening all around, but King James had actual kingy stuff to do and didn't really care about witchcraft. About six months after he returned from Copenhagen, one of his magistrates in North Berwick uh, thought that this servant girl, Gilly Duncan, was a witch. And how did this magistrate know? Well, because David Satin and David Satin Jr. were witch hunters. And if we had a sponsor, it would be mm. D&D's witch hunting crew, where every witch hunt is a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to admit, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, so this is not my joke. It's Ellie's, so I give you credit for that, Ellie. It, it makes sense. <laughs> we got it to work out. Right. Now, this poor girl was tortured. Literally, girl. She was like in early teens. Um, and shockingly, she admitted to mm. being a witch. She also threw out the names of other people who were witches. Now, King James' interest was piqued here because he heard Gilly Duncan can play the Jew's harp. I didn't name it that, so please don't anger tweet. And he wanted her to play it for him like she played it for the devil. What is... Oh, I'm glad you asked. I'm so glad you asked. You guys ready for this? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> was that happy yes, birthday? <laughs> I'm glad you got that because I didn't. I was busy. <laughs> it sounds. It sounds so a happy weird. birthday song. What is it reminding me of? A spring. Now, very much like slinky That's, vibes. That, that is boing. If I've ever heard boing in my life, <laughs> <laughs> the epitome of this boing. instrument is not related to Judaism by any means. I just don't know why they call it Jews harp. Nobody really knows. It's got to be for a bad reason. I just, right? I just feel like, I mean, anti-Semitism has been around oh, yeah. since before Jesus. So, all right. Well, another supposed witch. Now that you guys have all heard the the harp and really appreciate that music sound, um, another supposed witch was John Cunningham. He's a schoolmaster near birth, uh, near North Berwick by day, and witch's headmaster by night. Now, John refused to confess regardless of how much they tortured him because, you know, he's a man. But 
The inquisition, the inquisitors found two charmed pens under his tongue. And when they removed them, he just confessed everything. Charmed I don't know pins? what that means. I, I don't know. It just like needles? In story. <laughs> I feel like maybe <laughs> they put them there. walk around with pins in her. <laughs> I feel yeah, I feel like I've heard of that with witches, but I like have no context. I mean, with women, so it's why I know the unbaptized, unbaptized, wow. unbaptized limbs. With men, it's pins. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, men don't have orifices. <laughs> it's a little Albert Fish, if you ask I me. I do. I yeah. don't know if you know that story, but yeah. <laughs> I don't well, have not, the love for it. Not but love for it. I'm familiar. <laughs> Sally's story. like, I have posters in my room. <laughs> you know, I. It's oh not the story. It's just how absurd humanity can be. That's what I. It, it's fascinating. It's it is wild. <clears throat> the level of depravity. I can't even think up like, of having this crap. I don't know. Alright, so. When they removed these pins, he just magically confessed. And apparently, he uh, was in love with the sister of one of his students. So he asked the boy to get, very specific here, three pubic hairs from his sister. And if he did that, then John would not beat the boy anymore. (laughs) Hold on. You said... He was in love yes. with the sister of one of his students. I, I so don't know. But people didn't go they? to school very, very late in life. I mean, his sister could have been older, mm-hmm. though, because, I mean, they had... That's not true. saying... I mean, also, I think modern ter- versions of what pedophilia... What we consider pedophilia now was, like, yeah. <laughs> more acceptable back then and in states <laughs> like Alabama. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Still, there are a thing. lot of child marriages in the United <laughs> States of America. Look it up, folks. Um, I just, you know, I have I have had crushes in my day, and I've never had a hankering <laughs> for some people's pubes. That's just <laughs> doesn't well, do it for me. I guess I don't pubes. know. Come on, Ellie, get with it. Oh, of course. Yes, make a little so dolly the out, boy, of out of because he didn't want to get pregnant <laughs> anymore. Said, "All right, I'm going to get these hairs." And as he was grabbing very specific three of them from his sister, she woke up and screamed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Not a good way to wake up. Their mother rushed into the room, you know, the screaming. And the boy said, he told her everything. So the mother here was a witch herself. Shocking. And she knew why he wanted those three pubic hairs. So she gave her son three cow hairs instead. And the boy gave them to John, who then bewitched these uh, hares. And everywhere that Johnny went, the enamored cow was sure to go. (laughs) She she followed him to school one day, and that broke all the rules. But I don't know if the children laughed and played, though. Mm. Even after one which confessed <laughs> to conjuring these storms, King James still wasn't overly concerned because, you know, pff, these are peasants. But then a diplomat accused the Earl of Bothwell of attempting to overthrow the king and claimed the Earl had hired witches to bewitch a wax effigy of King James. 
the Earl was imprisoned, and the debacle just turned into a high-society hoity-toity witch trial. It wasn't peasants on trial anymore. A bunch of well-to-do people were uh, tortured, imprisoned, and later executed, not getting into the details because they're not exciting. But the Earl himself escaped from the jail cell and later tried to attack the king and queen's residence. He lost, but he escaped again. Then he later showed up in the king's bedroom for some reason. If you are trying, if you escape, why would you go back to the place you escaped from? And why would you go to someone's bedroom? That's just... <laughs> yeah, it, he's, he's <laughs> acting kind of guilty. <laughs> just like a smidge. Yeah, though. just a little. Yeah. You're a little guilty. I, I'm... He might now, actually be a witch. Showing up in the king's bedroom. Okay, he was caught this time. <laughs> and he... <laughs> he was looking for pubes. Pube hunter. That's, that's terrible. You've heard of ghost hunters, oh. but have you heard of... <laughs> I did not. How much does that job pay? <laughs> Damn it, Kinsey. You have one job. <laughs> Damn it. So... Uh, he was captured and now put on witch trial or witchcraft trial two years after he was captured the first time. In uh, Scotland at this time, trials consisted of a jury of 17 of his peers who all loved him and they found him innocent of, quote, using witchcraft for regicide. But because it's the king and he doesn't care, he said, fine, I'm not going to kill you, but you've been excommunicated. Go away. So now the question is, did he hire the witches, you know, Johnny, who uh, had fun with the cow, I guess, uh, and everybody else? Or no. Well, we're never going to know because witchcraft is not responsible for weather. But we'll never know. He might have. All right. While King James was dealing with his witches, Norway had their own trials and tribulations. Between 1593 and 1692, that's 99 years for those of you uh, at home doing the math, 91 people, mostly women, were found guilty in the town of Vardo, Norway. Where is Vardo, you ask? Well, <clears throat> imagine the country of Norway. Imagine a map in your head. Look up. Keep, keep looking. Just, just a little bit more. A tad further. Just go as far as you can north until you hit the water. And then just go f- as far east as you can from that. <laughs> and then take a ferry, and now you're at Bardot. <laughs> this town is so far north that even trees don't grow there. And in those 99 years, it's estimated that there were 140 wow. witch trials with many sentenced to death. Now, that 91 deaths pales in comparison to other witch trials. But in those days, the entire county not just the city, but the entire county had 3,000 people. <clears throat> in 2011, a memorial was built to honor the accused witches. The Damned, the Possessed, and the Beloved is a just a beautiful work of art. It consists of a perpetual flame shooting through the, a, a steel chair. And the flames are then reflected by seven circular mirrors, um, which are like the judges that are surrounding the accused. And the whole thing is inside of a black glass cube. It is. Oh, that's But you'd have really, to be yeah. as far north as humanly possible and then take a ferry. It is beautiful. If It is. So attainable. <laughs> to learn how Definitely to pronounce Bardo, I had to look at so many videos and it's absolutely gorgeous, but it's weird to not see trees. 
Yeah. I'm just picturing like tundra, sands, trees. And then add snow. Lots of rocks. All right. So I'm just going to focus on two of those 140 trials. The first event uh, happened after a storm in December of 1617, in which a shocking, the storm sank many boats and drowned 40 men. Again, medieval Twitter was buzzing with the news of King James' baby mama boat drama. And of course, the Norwegians were inspired by King James and blamed a witch for the storm. Science wasn't a thing back then. Mari Jorgen's daughter was tortured and confessed. And she said that Satan came to her on Christmas and asked her to go with him to her neighbor, Christy Soren's daughter. Christy then randomly threw a fox skin at Mari, who transformed into a fox, and they flew to Bergen. That's about 1,500 miles, in case you were wondering how far those two places are. They couldn't use Air Norway because Air Norway would not allow uh, emotional support foxes, I guess. Also, there's no direct flights from Vardo to Bergen, I looked. Anyhow, Elsie Knut's daughter was also arrested because people saw her with the devil who was disguised as a black cat. And while she was tortured, she confessed that she and her coven caused these storms. Now, here's how they caused the storms. First, they took a fishing rope and they tied it three times. Then they spit on it. Then they untied the rope so quickly to, uh, quote, unleash fierce winds. So specific. Elsie, Mari, Kirsty, and others were burned alive. Now, the second trial happened from 1662 to 1663, and this is the largest Vardu witch trial. 30 women were placed on trial. One woman was sentenced to a workhouse, two died during torture, and 18 others were burned alive. So 20 out of 30. Under torture, Dote Loritzdotter confessed to celebrating, dancing, and drinking with the devil. This was the second accusation. She survived the first one five years ago. Dote claimed she and three women were transformed into a pigeon, an eagle, a crow, and a swan. I kind of wonder who drew the short straw and became the crow or or the pigeon. (laughs) What? Crows are cool. All right, I guess. I I prefer ravens. I think ravens are awesome. I like I like all Corvids. Dorte and her uh, coven also attempted to sink a boat using the knot trick I uh, described before, but the plot failed because the crew allegedly prayed to God. How do we know this? Just just happened. Take take my word for it. Now, Christian God, somebody, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> which one? <laughs> children were not immune as the daughters of an executed woman were questioned for their role. Two sisters, Ingeborg and Karen Iversdatter, and 12-year-old Marin Olsdatter and Sigri Klokare were imprisoned in the, <clears throat> hang on a second, I have to take a deep breath to say this word. Trolke vine fengi shule hole. Sure. That was impressive. That is all all one word. And there's 25 letters in that word. It's almost an entire alphabet. 
Can you say troll that five times real fast? Troll ke vene fenge shole hole, troll ke vene fenge shole. I need to breathe. I love Scandinavian languages. They're so just melodious. I think that's a word. You're good I, at it. Too. I was just on vacation in <laughs> Very Norway. Very good at month, it. And it's just, imagine an angry person speaking in that language. You can't. I, so this 25, <laughs> this 25 letter word that I probably, mis, that I probably mispronounced, but you know what? I had a really good time reading that word. <laughs> we don't know, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. um, so they were imprisoned in this, Witch's hole. That that's what that word means. Witch's hole. A house, not the actual hole with the unbaptized children. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Different different no, kinds I of was holes. Actually thinking like an oubliette or something. Oh my god. Like a hobbit hole, but more witchy. Yeah. So Marin, who is twelve, confessed that Satan played dance music on a red violin, fed the witch's eel and escorted them each to their home personally. He was such a gentleman. Ingeborg, <laughs> during the interrogation, confessed that three of them would transform into cats so they could escape from prison and celebrate Christmas with Satan. <laughs> Wait, does Satan celebrate, celebrate Christmas with Satan? I mean, I'd do it. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what I do every yeah, year, of these course. Words. But there's nothing more Christian than Satan. I'm coming to your house for Christmas, Elsa. Cool, cool. We'll we'll celebrate with the limbs of unbaptized children. Oh God! I'll watch. I'll, I'll watch. Participation is mandatory, unfortunately. Oh, no, I'm the person in the corner at the party with a drink. With, with a limb of, the, of an unbaptized child. All you can use it to stir your drink. <laughs> oh my god, wait. Can we do that? Like get little baby arms to stir drinks with? That's amazing. Oh, totally. But it's okay. I mean, as sorry, so off the rails. that story is, it's a child who's telling it. <laughs> and this... Karen Evers' daughter even said that the yeah. witches, in the shape of three cows, or no, three crows. I, I don't understand if it's like multiple witches in like converted just to three crows, or I, I don't know how that works. And they tried to assassinate the town official with a needle. Did I mention with that Karen needle. is eight years old? <laughs> like that sounds so slow. Like. I guess it oh, depends on where job. you Imagine put it. It's a crow. <laughs> Is it a long needle? It's it's got to be small I enough for so. a crow to be able to hold <laughs> like, it because they're th- crows. <laughs> I mean, I th- I feel like a crow could carry a long needle though. They're, yeah, oh, I mean, they're, they can carry some like small animals. They could totally carry a big needle. But do you really think they can? Yeah. <laughs> I think the angle of like trying to stab someone with it though, with a beak. Can you just? <laughs> I'm just trying to envision, like, (laughs) maybe they could use their claws. They'd be struggling the whole time. Like I said, Karen was only eight years old when she was tortured and into confessing here. And then... (laughs) Never too young for a little torture. 
hold my beer. In 1626, in Bamberg, Germany, about 1,000 people were convicted of witchcraft, and 900 of them were burned at the stake. The lucky ones were 1626. Wait, what year was this? Yes. So in one year, and the lucky ones that were many people were accused and burned. Why, you ask? Well, you can say one thing about so Germans. They're thorough. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> To this day. Yeah. <laughs> now, why did they go after these witches? Oh, uh. It wasn't storms. Well, kind of. It was because the witches sent frost to kill the crops. I never knew weather and witches mm. were so hand in hand. Now, the Swiss were progressive and accused men. The Scottish and Norwegians picked on women. But the Germans, they didn't discriminate. They didn't care about gender, class, or age. <laughs> Everybody was fair game. <laughs> Don't kill anybody. <laughs> Infants as young as six months old were targeted. You're just torturing oh, a baby. Why? Tell us who told you. Where is the devil? I mean, the infant's first word must have been hocus pocus or whatever the German equivalent of that is. <clears throat> what? Uh, like, I just... How do you reason that in your brain? How does that work? How do you accuse an infant? I, I got nothing. I just God, don't understand. Well, Th- they, okay, so they, they were equal care. opportunists. They, kill everybody. <laughs> they were so many victims <laughs> that they had to build a specialty prison. Yes, a special witch house specifically designed to torture and house accused witches. The walls were dedicated with biblical text. I wonder if they used the King James Version. Well, unfortunately... (laughs) Germany? (laughs) Unfortunately, the mayor of the town, Johannes Junius, was accused of being a witch. After much, much torture, he confessed, among many things, that he frequented the witch's Sabbath, rode a huge black dog, and then refused to kill his children... (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> perfect spacing yep. of the words. <laughs> Just enough time. He uh, also refused to kill his children when he was commanded to do so. He instead sacrificed a horse. But there's no mention if this substitution was satisfactory to the devil. Alright. I picked on Switzerland. Scotland, Norway, Germany, but you know what? France also loved them some witch trials. Approximately 2,000 witch trials happened between the years 1550 and 1700s. Again, our good old days listeners know I love me some mathematical tangents, pun not intended. 2,000 witch trials, 150 years. That's an average of 13 trials per year, one trial a month. Just to recap, the Swiss liked a good beheading now and then, but generally burned the witches. They were nice enough, though, and tied gunpowder just to hasten their death. The Germans also preferred burning, but some people were also beheaded. And in some instances, they cut off the hands of their victims before they were burned. Not quite sure why. The Norwegians burned the witches alive at the stake. The Swedes, 
they beheaded and burned. The Scottish just strangled the witch and then burned the body. The English, oddly enough, and the Americans were the least torturous because they generally just stuck to hanging. And the last known witch executed, Barbara Zdunk in modern-day Poland. A fire started in 1807 that burned most of the buildings that were built of logs in the town of Rosresel. Um, and the Polish investigation found the culprit to be a witch. Under torture, she would not confess, but they were just so sure of her guilt that they found her guilty anyway. <clears throat> but this is 1807, so she has an appeals process. She appealed and lost, appealed again and again and again, until it reached all the way to the King of Prussia. And he, the King of Prussia said, well, the house is burned. Why else would houses made of wood burn? Burn the witch. She's guilty. So she was burned at the stake. I, I wonder how much wood they had left, though, to burn her with. Is that too dark? Just mildly. <laughs> Germany still wins here, though, if you can oh consider God. it winning. <clears throat> they killed the highest number of witches. There's an estimate that 42% of all of European witch trials that ended with an execution occurred in Germany. Another source had a table where this guy just counted the number of executed witches by country, and his tally is anywhere between 35,000 and 64,000, with Germany responsible for anywhere from 40 to 49% of all witches' deaths. Germany seems to be real good at those high kill counts, huh? Yeah, no kidding. It's a... Yeah. yeah. That's like a typical, like, mid-size convention, like a Comic-Con or something. Yeah. All right, let's That's go back crazy. to the Malleus Maleficarum for some, other gem, for, th for some other gems that I need to share with you. Now, <clears throat> if a woman is pregnant because she had sex with an incubus and her belly has grown to an enormous size when it comes to give birth, her, quote, swelling is relieved by no more than the expulsion of a great quantity of wind. <laughs> Essentially, okay. that means they were pregnant with Satan's spawn, but then they just farted, and they're not pregnant anymore. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that is... A horrible cure, but kind of sounds like that happens to a lot of people. <laughs> Everybody, I have to ask, how oh often are people's swollen bellies? Uh, you all right there? One second, hang on. My uh, my audio just connected to the wrong thing, so it's gonna echo back. On. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Can you? How can you often me? are people's bellies so okay. swollen? That. It, yeah. It's hang on a second. It's coming out of my laptop all of a sudden. Give me one second. All right. Try again. All right. So, I I, I have to ask, how okay. often are people's bellies so swollen that when they fart, they're relieved? How often does that happen? That it needed to be written about in a book. Maybe celiac got real common around that time. Oh, my God. I think you're right. IBS. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just need a good fart, man. <laughs> gotta let it out. It'll expel your succubus baby. All right. On a more so. serious... Yep. 
Is that all two reactions? <laughs> Devil babies. <laughs> <laughs> On a more serious oh, note, Henry, uh, Heinrich Kramer did a sciencey thing and found the cause of ED. Witches. Yep. Witches cause ED. Mm. What sciencey thing, you ask? <laughs> he told us how to tell if a <clears throat> gentleman is suffering from normal ED or witchy ED. Quote, this is an actual quote. When the member is in no way stirred, and can never perform the act of coition. This is a sign of frigidity of nature. But when it is stirred and becomes erect, but yet cannot perform, it's a sign of witchcraft. Or too much Zoloft. <laughs> Old tiny medieval yes. Zoloft. Probably existed. <laughs> too much St. John's work. Witches. Yeah, there you go. He also answered that often asked questions of determining why did the dick fall off? He goes into paragraphs. <laughs> well, hold, hold, well, hang on. Fall off? This, again, like, to Heinrich. <laughs> detach from the body. Is this a thing that happened a lot back then? Like it shrivel well, up and die? It gets, it gets better. I... <laughs> I, I, too, would be concerned. This might be witchcraft. <laughs> According to Kramer, this frequently asked question, he gets asked on a lot, apparently, is that dicks commonly fall off from, quote, adulterers or fornicators when they fail to respond to the demands of their mistress, or if they wish to desert their mistress and attach themselves to other women, then their mistress, out of vengeance, through some power, causes their member to be taken off. So I guess that means don't cheat on your mistress, only on your wife. Good policy. (laughs) Yes, but I'm very concerned that there was some type of condition happening often enough. Yeah. Where you're just like accidentally getting dismembered. All right, hold please. (laughs) STD that causes dick to fall off. You know, there's a song that's very funny. There's an STD um, that can rot your genitals Is it syphilis? <laughs> no. Not to interrupt no. you. Is it syphilis? <laughs> no. That is not a thing. It's, Are you kidding? It's, it's rare. No, um, Donna syph- Venosis. Because syphilis causes it sounds your neat. skin to fall off on your like your face and parts of your genitals. So. I think only when it's like like rare and severely advanced. Although this is also rare obviously it looks like it's not that rare last year last year 582 men and 80 women had it last year oh my god wait where east coast west coast i was thinking maybe Europe. they're all countries right because it happens in tropical countries it happened in the uk that's not a warm area right. that's a very very cool area but it was a witch right it was just a witch that is that is mind that is... blowing and dick blowing off off. <laughs> this is okay. okay. Sorry. Now, Anyways, so it was witches. But I'm sure and you're wondering. <laughs> Wrap it before you tap it. <laughs> I'm sure you're wondering where did all of these dicks that fall off go? Because that would be my next question, and I'm glad. No, no. Jars, I'm glad probably. you guys asked because according again to this 
Heimer Kramer and his amazing wisdom, witches collect them. In fact, some witches collect no, no in jars. Quote as many as <laughs> string around the neck. <laughs> nope, nope. But you're not even getting close. You're getting further away. As <laughs> do they store it in no. their secret pocket? <laughs> Okay, I'm done guessing. That was my last It's just getting so gross. I promise you it gets better. (laughs) And these witches would collect, quote, as many as 20 or 30 members together, put them in a bird's nest or shut them in a box where they move themselves like living members and eat oats and corn. (laughs) So they turned into little caterpillars. (laughs) They're just like inchworming around the box, eating, little, eating oats and corn. They're little sentient beings. Well, which okay, so important question: which does the, the does the does the head eat, or does the other side eat? I, I mean, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I guess I guess it could fit corn in there. I, I am picturing like a birdcage scenario with a little swing. <laughs> like it's a pet. Don't forget to feed your dicks. You, you guys, we're gonna have nightmares. Absolute nightmares. Big Spoon, I'm going on vacation in November. Could you feed my cage of dicks Oats and corn. <laughs> God! Oh my God! Yeah, I'll get right Thank on you. that. Thank you. Can't don't let them ever start ask me. <laughs> I don't want to pet sit for you anymore. I keep I keep them in the cage with my bearded dragon. The they get along great. Right? What's in the box? Meat love. What's in the box? <laughs> feasting on corn and oats. <laughs> We've just answered the question Incredible. of what's in the box. But you know what? We need our male listeners yep. to verify how frequently their dicks eat oats and corns. I want to know, you guys. <laughs> that would explain the bowl that John keeps by the bed. What are you talking about? What is the bowl? The bowl of oats and corn. <laughs> We also know you need to know. <laughs> You're munching noises at night and you don't know what's going on. Oh my God, if movie. it had teeth. <laughs> there it's is a, a horror movie about that, although it's a vagina and not a penis. <laughs> a it is a fantastic movie. movie. We also need to know how frequently their members fall off. Because you know what? It's 10 p.m. Do you know? I mean, if you're getting 20 or 30, I mean, that's the whole village. <laughs> The entire zip code. The whole, it's, they're all. They're, they're all. I don't. What is it? What's it called? Uh, uh, you, they're all Unix. Yeah. Oh my God. Welcome to Unicville. Yeah. It's like Please leave your penis living. in a box. We will feed it well. <laughs> so not not your cell phone or your keys at the door. Penis in the box. Six at the yep. door. <laughs> Yep. Be sure to put your initials on it so you know it's yours when you leave. Do not take someone else's. It's not a chance for you to level up, okay? 
right, but you know what though? Amazing. <laughs> if this happens frequently, then I have a question to ask. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your dick is? Mm. This public service announcement is brought to you by the Malleus Maleficarum, <laughs> the good old days podcast and the devil's dirt scar podcasts. <laughs> it's 10 p.m. Do you know where you're... <laughs> we'll get out for the general Amazing. pop. Amazing. <laughs> Sorry, I did not mean to play it twice. <laughs> well, I just told you all about the history and where dicks go at night and what they eat. So <laughs> what do you guys have for me? About, are we getting better? Do we still, uh, clearly dicks still fall off apparently, but <laughs> did we improve? <laughs> no. Things are actually much, much worse than they were in Wait, the what? Middle Ages when it comes to witch hunting. I Hold on. I thought they were getting better. They're not. They're better in um, the UK and in America. I'm going to briefly... <gasps> we're, we're not... We decided not to go too in-depth into this because it's depressing and we want this to be a lighthearted episode. Um, however, as I was looking up modern US laws on witch hunting just to see if I could find anything fun, I kept coming across this information Aww. so I'm going to share some of it. Now, we know, as Kinsey said, that, I mean, at the maximum, probably within that, you know, 300-year period in the Middle Ages, about, at the max, 60,000 people died. So, we have blown those numbers out of the water in modern times. Now, the witch hunts that we see now are not the same as they used to be. Um, now they're more often in countries in like sub-Saharan Africa and Southeast Asia. So I'm not going to list all the countries where they still happen. There's a lot of them. I'm going to list the ones that stood out to me because some of them have kill counts that make <laughs> Germany's kill count for the, for the witches look pale. Um, Tanzania. Tanzania. T- Tanzania. Oh, Tanzania. Tanzania. Yeah, like, I'm, I, I typoed it and I was like, that's not right. Um. Oh, no. Uh, we, we had a friend from Tanzania. <laughs> I was like, that's not, that's not the right word. Um, so approximately 40,000 people were accused of and killed for witchcraft what? between 1960 and 2000. Um, and there are still tens of thousands of children who are orphaned due to this um, Frequently, it is young people who are accused. Um, in the D- Democratic Republic of Congo, there are tens of thousands of children who are orphaned or homeless due to witch hunts. Um, the numbers I found ranged from the low tens of thousands to 50,000. Uh, UNICEF says that approximately 13,500 children are denounced as witches every year there. Um, I found an article. Why children as the target? I'm not sure. I, I To me, it seems like witch hunting very often goes after the vulnerable populations. So children, women, and the elderly seem to very frequently fall prey to to these scares. So they can't defend themselves. It's an easy target. And also because children are freaky. (laughs) They say and do weird things. (laughs) That's true. I don't know if that's the case here, but I'm just saying from the kids I know in America, they can be weird. It's a generally, it's an understood thing. Yeah, that's just, that's just children and it just i think it's because they're because they're, they're vulnerable spooky. yeah and they, and they can be spooky yeah. um i found an article in 
uh, from 2019, a Times article that was talking about a seven-year-old in Papua New Guinea who was imprisoned and tortured by a mob when she was five. And, I mean, like, strung up, like, hung from the ceiling by her hands, uh, beaten with machetes that had been left in the fire, had her feet burned, um, tortured for for five days before she was um, rescued and... I found out later on also that her mother had been tortured and burned alive in 2013. What did this five-year-old do? So allegedly she had made her cousin ill. And in, in interviews, she says that she she's very upset that her cousin, because she's like say, thinking that her cousin lied about it. Um, and it's very interesting actually reading the description. If you know anything about the Salem witch trials, about how, when they would, you know, torture the witches or question the witches, the victim, quote unquote, would react in a certain way. And this little girl, when they would torture her, her cousin would, quote unquote, oh. react in a certain way, like get better or worse, depending on what they were doing. Oh. Very, very similar. Wow. Um, yeah. And the UN and local professional estimates for Papua New Guinea, um, they find that approximately uh, 200, quote unquote, witches are murdered every year. And a approximately 50,000 people are chased out of their homes every year. And um, so just just alone, just looking at, at, at those numbers, we've already surpassed yeah. the 300-year period of, of the witch craze. Um, in India, there are a lot of varying numbers. We know that India certainly has a lot of problems, especially when it comes to women and the lower caste in, in their um, social system. Um, but since 2000, according to the National Crime Records Bureau of India, more than uh, 2,500 women were killed after being branded as witches, um, 1,500 of those being between 2010 and 2021. Approximately 5,000 were harassed after being branded and harassed frequently, meaning, you know, tortured or raped. Um, rape is a huge problem in India. Um, according to the New York Times, there, so there's a specific state in India, um, Jharkhand is the best pronunciation that I'm going to be able to give you. Um, there were 854 witchcraft-related cases alone um, in in one year, with 32 of those resulting in deaths. Oh. It, it is one of the highest risk areas for for witchcraft accusations because it's it's you know um, a very impoverished area, and it tends to kind of flourish in those areas where people are suffering and they're looking for an out and an ex- explanation for the suffering. So that's all I'm going to say about the depressing stuff. I. I wasn't planning on sharing anything, but the more I read, I I wanted to at least clarify that it is not better. This is an instance where the good old days does win. Um, I I will give the caveat that there are a lot more people now. So those numbers, you know, you have to take that into account. But um, we're certainly blowing it out of the water as far as how many people are being accused and murdered for it. You know, you were saying something earlier about how how do you get caught up in that? Like, if she cries, she's a witch. And if she doesn't cry, she's still a witch. And and I, just part of me cannot fathom that people still think a five-year-old is capable of inflicting illness on their cousin. I, it just yeah. blows my mind. I'm flabbergasted. It's horrendous. It's horrendous. And and initially, as I was doing this research, I was thinking, wondering if colonialism and missions and, and, you know, Christianity coming to these areas is the cause for why the numbers are so high. Um, however, a lot of these areas, um, 
are they they practice islam so it's it's not a, a christianity thing it's really just i think a lack of education thing um because there are a wide variety of religions going on in these areas um outside of just christianity so there is certainly christianity as well but it's not um specifically a christian disease it seems to be this mob mentality in this sphere is really just kind of a human a human condition and you know when they're suffering people are just kind of looking for a for a culprit and and they pick vulnerable populations because they're easy to torture and tie down and and there aren't really a lot of repercussions lesson here is we need more education yes disease absolutely that actually kind of ties in to what i wanted to talk about which is (laughs) way more lighthearted youtube i have i have some lighthearted stories too (laughs) well more more lighthearted. yeah oh i want to hear no you go first (laughs) oh me (laughs) well so i wanted to look you kind of inspired me ellsworth i wanted to look into you know something that's modern having to do with witch hunting but not really necessarily you know (laughs) burning people at the stake or dunk tank, that kind of stuff. I actually found something that's very interesting and it has to do with witch hunts happening online, specifically <laughs> Etsy. Ooh. And uh, yeah, so, but in order for me to explain that to you, I got to tell you about two acts that uh, came about in Great Britain. So the first one is the Witchcraft Act of 1735. Basically, it made it a crime to make witchy claims against another person and say that you believed they had magical powers and abilities. What that did was actually put a stop to witch hunts and um, also executions. So at least in Great Britain, that area. And anyone that dared to make such accusations of someone being a witch, um, they were given a year's imprisonment. So nothing too crazy. And the law, it actually repealed a bunch of previous acts around that area, Ireland, Scotland, what have you. Um, And those acts were based on the assumption that people could actually have mystical powers like clairvoyance and telepathy and whatnot. Um, But basically with those, it wasn't necessarily imprisonment, it was usually death. As you both made very clear in your stories. (laughs) So um, the accusers, they would be, um, they would be punished because now we realize, okay, no one truly has magical powers and that people are only pretending to have magical powers in order to extort money from people who are gullible, which is kind of, you know, along the same lines of what you're talking about is like, we have these really old ideas that people can have magic and they can affect change. Um, they, they can perform spells. They can perform hexes. They can make you sick. They could kill your loved ones. They could change the weather, ruin your crops, that kind of thing. This act made it so that no, that's not a thing. Well, 216 years later, (laughs) that act was repealed. And we now have the Fraudulent Mediums Act of 1951. So basically, this is almost like an addendum in a way. 
it specifically targeted spiritualists, such as mediums and psychics, who do have clairvoyance, telepathy, you know, such things. And it was believed that their craft is, again, all about swindling people out of money and convincing clients that they could commune with the dead or tell people their fortunes. So they're really honing in on the fraud aspect and extorting people for thousands of dollars. So you can give money to the church for Sky Daddy, but you can't give it <laughs> if it's for a Sky Daddy different power. Is amazing. Um, yeah. So if you are just doing a little bit of research into that, there's loopholes for sure. Um, actually, specifically, it's this sentence right here. This Fraudulent Mediums Act of 1951 states nothing in subsection one of this section shall apply to anything done solely for the purpose of entertainment. So that being said, there's a lot of mediums out there that do not make any claims of, you know, well, they're not denying that they can speak to the dead and your loved ones or stuff like that or tell you your future. They're just saying I can do this yeah. for your entertainment. They have the little the little caveat. Yeah. It is a caveat. Um and also for trying to claim that someone could commune with the dead and all that other stuff, you would have to pay a fine of no less than five hundred pounds. So it's around uh six hundred USD today, and you could face up to four months imprisonment or both if you're lucky. So uh now that brings me to Etsy really pissing off the witch community online. I am. I. So, I mean, you said you Etsy laughing? and witch in like one sentence. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see. Etsy has a huge witchcraft community. Oh my gosh, they they have so many cool yeah. stuff, cool things, cool shops. Can I, can I find it's, how to control? It's the incredible, weather? but. <laughs> There probably are spells for that on Etsy, to be to be honest. Probably. <laughs> oh, oh, I have an example of a spell that's still on there um, because it like surpassed the ban and all that oh. stuff and met certain criteria. I'll I'll tell you, but yeah, I'm sure you can find a spell for like twenty bucks. But uh, back in 2015, Etsy banned the selling of spells and hexes from sellers using their platform. They have a page on their site called Our House Rules. And it has a legal policy regarding the sale of services. So, I mean, a really easy way to think about that is like, you can't be like, you know, a call girl or something like that on there. Cause that's selling a service. Yeah. It's not a tangible object yeah. kind of thing. I'm sure there's a more appropriate example. It's just not coming to me. Even like designing um, what you probably can't put web design services. Well, you can if you like show a picture after you do that. So if someone requests that an item is created for them or a design is created for them, you have to basically send them a picture of it afterward, like a literal object, mm. a literal photo for them to hold. So it's not like you can get downloaded digital files. A lot of them offer that, but you have to have some type of real thing you can hold in your hands after. Mm. In order for it to be considered like, you know, a product. So on that page, it says, in general, services are not allowed to be sold on Etsy. 
Only services that produce a new tangible item that meets our marketplace criteria can be sold on Etsy. And the fifth rule on that page is all about divination and spells. So it says that Etsy welcomes a wide variety of divination and spell related items as long as they meet the seller policy. Tarot, psychic, or other divination readings must include a tangible good, such as photos of the tarot spread, audio video of the reading, or text of the reading. And you can deliver your tangible good to Etsy messages or emails. That seems fair, though. So, I mean, if you buy yeah. if you buy that and you get a picture of the spread or, or a video of the reading, that, that seems reasonable. Honestly, like, I can't really be mad at yeah. that. Like, I like get you're still it. allowed and to sell it. Yeah. Yeah, you're allowed to sell it. You just have to, you know, make sure it fits within the criteria, basically. And it also says that supplies related to spell work, which is kind of more what this is about and what everyone's mad at, um, such as herbs, crystals, spell books, uh, they may be sold in their appropriate categories. However, spell supplies may not offer metaphysical outcomes, which we consider prohibited services. So basically, Reiki, spellcasting, rituals, prayers, and the metaphysical outcome like obtaining obscene wealth, having your dream body, um, killing a neighbor, you know, all that stuff. Wait, so that's what's not allowed. I don't have to work out unless I can get a body. You say it's for. <laughs> no, hate- there's a spell for that. Oh, okay. It is for entertainment purposes only, but you know, there is a spell. It's for too that. bad I don't. I don't believe in any of this, but okay. I, it's wild. I, I just didn't want to work out anymore. I thought there was a shortcut. All right, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to work out anymore. They have pills for that too. Actually, they were very popular yeah. in the seventies. You can probably buy it at your local, to... local park. Yeah, local park, definitely not Etsy. They don't allow I, I No, no. So, Meth is definitely a, a, a local park purchase. Oh, God. I was still, I was still that, on the that diet pill. Oh, like, the meth, meth used to be a diet pill in like the 70s. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You'll lose weight on, an, on amphetamines for, for sure. Don't try it home. Oh, I bet. Um, I'm not going to give it a go. No, no. Yeah, there's, you know... Diet and exercise works and probably makes you live I mean, you'll be longer skinny, than but dead, means. So, I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you leave dead, behind but... a beautiful corpse, right? Then. That's my dream. Uh. <laughs> a beautiful corpse. I, I want mine to be terrifying. Not because That's of what's been done to it, just like in general. I want it to be ominous. <laughs> If it's done to it after I'm dead, I don't care. But, like, I don't want, like, a pre-death mutilated corpse. I guess I just don't want to be tortured is what I'm getting at. But if I'm scary for other reasons, like, if you walk in the room, you're like, oh, that corpse is haunted. That's cool. I'm fine fine with that. You you will be the one doing the haunting. Yes. Yes. I think. Don't haunt me. No, I I have a list. You're not on the list. I'm not? There's some politicians that are... Let me know if not- I can add to your list. If you <laughs> if you have any names, you can let me know. I've got my death note going. <laughs> and and this brings us back to Maga means witchcraft. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, exactly. This is evidence. I think that hexes don't work because if they did, Trump would be so dead by now. The number of times I've seen an article that are like "Band of Witches puts hex on Donald Trump." Like y'all need to be. 
trying harder or something because he's still seemed to be doing okay. It's like evil never dies, no. you know. It's it's yeah mm, disappointing. Etsy. Yeah, let us let us let do the this. people sell the Not that we're advocating for any sort of harm or violence to come to anyone, no matter how much they might deserve it. Let karma do its thing. Yes. 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 Big believer in karma. But yeah, so the online witch community, it is growing. Like the numbers are insane. And being able to sell their goods and wares online is super important, especially since, you know, it's witches are more out than they've ever been, I feel like. But at the same, yeah, but at the same time, you know, they need a means to, you know, get their business out there and get seen. And the online community is the way to do that. So a lot of people felt like Etsy was targeting specific sellers and their goods and many shops closed down because of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's still a lot out there though. And they just kind of adapted. They put in like some type of disclaimer saying that this is for entertainment purposes only, but my goodness, the, the spells, you literally just go to Etsy, go to the search bar, type in spells. You will find the wildest shit on the front page. I believe it. (laughs) I have for you an example of one of those things. So uh, in all caps, ultimate revenge and death spell. Uh, this spell is normally $49.49, but right now you can get it 70% off for $14.85. The sale ends October 15th, so there's only three left in stock. You better jump on this deal. Uh, I'm fine with spells being sold, you know, whatever, but under the pretense that they're functional, you're basically selling a hit service is what it sounds like. <laughs> well, here's the thing. What this person is doing, I'm not going to tell you guys to sell her or anything because I'm yeah. scared of her. Um, <laughs> As much should be. So what, what she does is she actually comes into contact with the demon Asmodeus. Ooh. And she... Once she summons him, which we're not to worry about as the person buying the spell, all we need need to do is provide a name, a date of birth if we have it, and if we want death or revenge. That's all we need to do. So, (laughs) yeah, is it like is it like the death note where you have to picture who it is in your head when you write it down, so you can't just kill all the John Smiths? Well, you do have to deliberately like intention actually believe yeah full intention you do believe that asmodeus is going to answer your you know prayer so to speak yeah (laughs) yeah pretty much and this person the seller at the shop is like the vessel that it's going to happen through and asmodeus is going to make a deal with her to get rid of this person maybe (laughs) you can get their social security number that if they have one America. See, that seems I, um, very much like you were buying an <clears throat> illegal service because there is incentive, yes. if perhaps the spell portion doesn't work, for it to still work through more physical means. Like maybe Asmodeus possesses this person who goes in Identity and ruins their lives through <laughs> other means. Yes. Um, which is very possible according to the description. <laughs> 
but but your honor <laughs> i was possessed by asmodeus, by asmodeus. <laughs> oh that makes sense you're free to go yeah naturally yeah. yes so like the uh the tagline here is do you hate a certain person more than anything else you wish them nothing but death <laughs> there's a skull emoji next to it that sells it <laughs> yeah you want them to get punished for what they've done to you or others are you finally wanting to feel better <laughs> yeah and the ultimate death spell is the solution to all of your problems. No matter if you only want revenge or death for the person, this is the ritual I will fulfill to your desire. And it goes on and on and on. Tells you how, you know, she's got one, two, three, four, five stars. Powerful and effective. She's got five stars. On Etsy. And a lot of reviews and all different kinds of spells. There's a really good money spell in here that I was looking at. <laughs> See, I mean, even being a skeptic that that you can buy a $15 spell that will then put death on someone that you don't like. Um, even if I, like, 100% was like, that's going to work. Wouldn't you feel... I don't I, think I could do that. And also, no, that's going to kind of, even if you, well, it's going to come back on you, that's, that's bad juju. She, she does say also you could, um, it says you can tell me if you just want revenge, hospitalization or death for your target. So you could choose. Hospitalization. I, yeah. I just want to break a few bones. Have you, you know, seen that's, the that's bills cool. that come out of hospitalization? I don't know. Just kill me. Don't put me in medical debt. That's true. You know what? That might be cooler. That's a life for Yeah. Life. Yes. That would be <laughs> you give them You give them kidney problems and they got to go in for the rest of their life once a week to get that shit Kill filtered me. through. That's going to, they're going to have to, they don't get retirement. That's just going to suck it all out. Yep. It's horrendous. Yeah, that's brutal. But the whole, yeah, the whole reason the shop owner gets away with saying all this kinds of crazy and how you can kill people and get your revenge and, you yeah. know, break a couple bones, hospital bills. It says, Etsy has me state this. Please note that any items sold in the listing are intended for educational, entertainment, and symbolic purposes only. The term spell is used to describe the traditional and cultural practices associated with these items and should not be taken as a guarantee of metaphysical outcomes or results. <laughs> and it just keeps going on and on about a disclaimer. <sighs> and also apparently that they're not qualified to address inquiries related to pregnancy concerns or health issues as they are not a legal or medical professional for such inquiries. I, I have please to consult a relevant expert. It just seems like they're selling hits online. Is that, that's the. <laughs> yes. I low key thought about buying one of these um, and then realized that would be bad. Hence why I was <laughs> trying to figure out the money one. Um, I'm, I might attempt to do it. Just I'm, to see. I am a little curious. Like I need to know how many positive reviews are for that specific spell because. Uh, there's so many positive reviews all over the place and when you do go to this particular spell, um, you do see a lot of people in the comments actually addressing Asmodeus. Getting uncomfortable <laughs> with the amount of times I've said his name. It's been more than three, he's, so you're you're already. He's talking. behind you. He's behind you. <laughs> I should double down. He's right behind you. Don't don't. I'm watching the Fall of the House of Usher right now on Netflix. Is that a singer? There's like, <laughs> no. It's the short story by Edgar Allan Poe. Not sure. 
<laughs> oh, of course you know. What the? I know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to my people. Also, Usher. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And there's like scenes with people behind chairs. It's my worst nightmare. I'm gonna check this mirror over here. You're We're good. good. You're good. Does he show up in mirrors? I, I'm going to have to research this demon now. I, so he's he's going to enter my, the chat for one of our episodes. Asmodeus is definitely one of the ones that, that gives me a bit of a heebie-jeebie. Again, not as a skeptic, but like just the, the things that are tied to him as a um, mythical being. Or, yeah, so my background, for dying. those who don't know, is in cybersecurity and criminal justice, because that's always fun. And all I'm thinking about is the digital evidence trail that can be now found on all of these comments. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And you can, yeah. there's a digital download for you. So that's like, another question. Page. If, if you buy a spell to kill your ex-boyfriend and they die under mysterious circumstances, and then it comes out that you purchased the spell, could you be, could, could there be any form of criminal trial implying that you purchased a hit on them? Because I guess, I mean, if, <laughs> but it's for entertainment purposes. Yeah, but if the person who you who's who you're buying the spell from is like making sure it gets done one way or another, I have to imagine that yeah. there's some legal liability there. I mean, maybe not first degree, but like you're the one who gave them the information. That's I'm very true. curious. I mean, I, I have to imagine at some point we're going to see some kind of case like this as witchcraft becomes more popular in the u.s again not saying that witchcraft is dangerous or bad or anything like that um very pro witches <laughs> but like you know those yes. if you're advocating for someone's death and then it results in that death you know that's always the question is like would this hold up in yeah. court you know although there would be evidence so you know how i told you there's a tangible good yeah. thing even though the shop seller, she's going to go ahead and summon Asmodeus and make this deal with a literal demon for you. Um, what does this say? The ritual will be done by me and nothing will be shipped to you. You will receive a report on the ritual sent to you by Etsy Messenger. That's all you get. I'm, you get an email. I would like to know what this report in, includes. Because it like at fifteen oh three, I contacted the demon. He picked up <laughs> at fifteen oh six. We co- we conversed about Hello? what what was to be done to the victim. Asmodeus said that he would do it for three cattails and a Snickers bar. At fifteen ten, we concluded the conversation. He answered with wrong number. Who's this? I'm. <laughs> she doesn't actually say what the ritual involves it just tells you to like not worry about it i would i would that's her problem now how many times has she talked to this this guy one of those things you know i'm just i'm not gonna legal perspective what happens in one courtroom compared to another courtroom because it's all a crapshoot called the jury of your peers i could go on tangents Mm -hmm. with that but you'll, it could be found guilty in one court, but not guilty in another court. It's all, again, a crapshoot. You're just relying on humans and we're, we're unreliable, so. But a jury of your peers, should they all be witches? I think by peers, or it just means people, in, like, I know. people who couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> they just pull witches and the witches are like, not guilty. <laughs> witches, but with an Etsy shop. Yes, specifically. <laughs> all 
All I can tell you, you is that you have to be geographically located where you can prove the crime occurred. That's the how you can find juries. But <laughs> so like a portal. What is he coming through? I don't know. I just picture a demon answering the phone and it's like one of the clear ones from the 80s. Yeah. You know, you can see all the yeah, yeah. bits and pieces inside. <laughs> He's doing I, his I nails. I do have a question. Just chilling. <laughs> He's hoops. <laughs> He's got a literal like paintbrush like you would use on a wall or doing the trim. <laughs> So did you find oh, a spell so on how to make someone's pee-pee fall off? No, but there probably is one. There's definitely a ton of spells regarding <laughs> pee-pee enlargement. Uh... I'm going to buy one of those and I'll tell you if it works. Right now I'm working with zero inches. Wait, <laughs> that's that's the thing. Do you have to have a pee-pee? You got that a nothing pee-pee? happening. Is it? Well, what did you say in center, though? one on your arm. It's not a plant. Oh, my God. What if it grew in the wrong spot? Like, you accidentally spilled some of the spell, like, on your neck. <laughs> what's that bit? Like, with, I don't know what you're doing. With, um, uh, what's his name? The guy who played Wolverine where he has testicles under his chin? <laughs> I don't, I don't remember what it's called. I um, only remember that scene. Maybe I've only seen that scene. It might have been. I might have just seen it on, like, YouTube or something. Is it Hugh yes, Jackman? Yes, Hugh Jackman. There's a movie. Yeah. There's a movie where he has, like, testicles instead of an Adam's apple, basically. Does that signify manliness? Does oh that signify God. manliness? Huh? If you have balls growing out of your... <laughs> Pure testosterone. Just, like, yeah. chock full of yeah. it. Yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah, it really brings a whole new meaning to <laughs> And if it's growing. <laughs> I just pictured the grossest and stuff. And if it's growing oh, out of the side of your neck, do you have to feed it oats and corn? <laughs> I would say yes. I think, I think, um, if witchcraft is involved, oats and corn need to be supplemented. Yeah. So many carbs. No, that's another question, so though. Carbs. If you, so if I buy this penis enlargement spell and then. And then use it on myself when I don't have a penis. And then one grows on my neck. Is it my penis? Or does like one that is the witch has collected in her box. Does it just like tr- transfuse to my flesh? I don't know if I like how your brain works. I don't either. I mean, um, matter is not. <laughs> Medication doesn't work. Come matter. Up with that. <laughs> matter is supposedly not created or destroyed, but it's just transferred. Uh, that's not like a physics thing. Yeah. So where this penis went yeah. to, maybe yeah. that's where all the dicks are going. Asmodeus? <gasps> so, so you, like, you buy this penis enlargement spell, and then she uses the revenge spell to take inches from someone and give them to someone else. We figured oh my it God, out. It's like a revolving door of spells yeah. that, like, equal. Well, because what is that rule? It's the rule of thirds, right? Um, that's, wait, a, that a that's a camera thing. thing. Oh. I think it's you a camera thing. But Asmodeus giveth and Asmodeus taketh away. The threefold thing. Yes. 
Whatever, whatever yeah. you do, she'll come We're... back on, onto you threefold, right? See, I'm not yeah. that crazy. Just a little crazy. But like, if you're a witch and you have to follow that rule, she's, you know, doing the old <laughs> on dicks. Yeah. Revenge. That I think that's a far better revenge than death or hospitalization. Just shrink their dick. At least there's oh, no yeah. medical debt in that one. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. Or Although, can you imagine like going to the doctor and being like, "I'm telling you, it's smaller than it used to be," and like the doctor's just going to be like, "No, it like okay, what what what, what am I supposed to do about that?" Like they're not going to believe you. They're going to think that you're a liar, and then you go crazy. <laughs> you tell them that you think you got a hex. Yeah. A witch yeah. took three inches <laughs> off my cock. I want them back. Size does matter. <laughs> Insane. Yeah, so that's my uh, my lighthearted one. I do want you guys to know, though, also I found out that uh, eBay banned all of this stuff, like spell casting and hexes and whatnot, back in 2012. Which is why a ton of people hopped on to the Etsy train. Um, and then because of their band in 2015, Amazon heard about it and literally sent them emails <laughs> to invite them to sell their goods and their wares. That's fucking amazing. Yes. I, I mean, I, I hate Amazon, existed. but like they they know yeah, good know. business when they when they come for it. Yeah, that's uh, they just grabbed them up. You know what's interesting? is so um i was talking with brian from the double density podcast and we were talking about haunted objects and we were looking on ebay at haunted objects and i found a fantastic haunted the thomas tank engine absolutely horrifying looking product i will in- include a picture in the video for those who, who get to watch You're the video on um, there but it's interesting because you so you you can sell haunted objects as haunted objects on ebay it's just interesting oh i guess yeah, I guess that's where all the the dolls yeah. are from. Yeah, and some of some There's of them like are explicitly like this doll has a young prostitute in it. He found one that had a young prostitute in it, and it's okay. <laughs> she was family friendly, so it could go to a home with a child. You're kidding? How much? What did she look like? <laughs> I I want to say several hundred. It's like a classic so, 1800s doll, like like freaky, but yeah. not like super freaky. Um, like a porcelain yeah. doll you would put on a yeah. shelf kind of yep. thing. Yeah. Whoa. Thomas the Tank what? Engine was $90. Bucks. Or best offer. I think I would prefer Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> over a doll. Dolls are creepy. I, okay, I'm not going to lie. So, I Brian also sent me a picture of a haunted doll, a haunted doll that he found in a local antique shop here. And I went down on my lunch break because I was going to buy it and put it. You and I was going to put it on the shelf behind us when we record. <gasps> and someone had already bought it. It was there for like two days. Do you think somebody was watching you two talk about it? No, we were talking about it over Instagram. Oh, that's that's weird. Yeah, I'm really butt hurt. I wanted it be- so bad. It was going to go like dead center. It's fine. I'm sure you're going to have your I'll moment. find another one. He was like, maybe it'll come I back to you. Know. Like, if it comes back to me, I don't want it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's horrifying. I'll find another one. It's fine. There's plenty of creepy dolls out there. I could make my I'll own. keep my eye out. I had a porcelain doll when I was a kid. I have no idea what happened to it. I, I used to have a couple, too. Oh, one thing I didn't talk about in that episode that we had, my grandfather, 
he used to have a, a walking doll that was actually four feet tall and he always had it standing at the top of the staircase in the hallway Ooh. and her eyes so her face is painted she used to have blue eyes but there there's like a white cast over them now she because has cataracts. the paint has faded so badly <laughs> Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's what it looks like. And let me tell you what, she is the most terrifying thing in that house. And that house used to be a funeral home. That's pretty badass. So, yeah, my grandpa's cool. Yeah. He just doesn't understand that everything he owns is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've just, I mean, aside from the doll, which I would have, I wanted to purchase for prop reasons, I've never felt the urge to collect dolls. Especially in a, like, if you're going to collect dolls, you have to do it in a manner appreciating that they're creepy. You can't do it and be like, I just love my dolls. This one's name is Sally. This one's name is Peggy. This one's name is Betsy. Like, no. Don't say the P one. <laughs> Don't say the P one. It's, it's a different one. It's, 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 it's a generic Peggy, not the Peggy. <laughs> I feel cursed after that episode. Right, anyway. <laughs> I've <laughs> Sorry, that was I've a long tangent, my bad. <laughs> I've always been into Legos. So I've had Legos. That was like my first toys. Legos. Legos and Hot Wheels were my um we had we had the like the big bin of like just loose Legos. We used to build so many things with that. My, my shortly after 9/11, keep in mind I was little. And my mom learned that this is a coping mechanism, so she wasn't as horrified after she looked it up. But shortly after 9-11, my brother and I recreated <laughs> the towers with our Legos. And she walked in on us, like, reenacting what had happened. And, was, and of, of course, her gut reaction was like, what are you doing? Um, but then she, like, apparently some, like... There were articles that came out shortly after that were like talking about how like this is a normal children cope through play, and since our since she was yeah. a pilot, we were like freaked out by what by what had happened probably more than than some other kids. But yeah, I don't remember that happening. But she she was like it was like within a week. Like, we were, like... You two are dark little children, <laughs> but that does make sense. I could see that. All right then. Oh. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I won't. I won't go too into everything else that I, that I collected because I think we're we're nearing the two hour mark, and um, even with edits, I think this is going to be a fairly long episode. Um, I will just say that there have been witchcraft related criminal investigations in the United States in recent modern history. Um, one of the more recent, well known ones, would be the Blue Moon Killer, which is a man who killed his mother and his two brothers. And he was Wiccan, so the police assumed. And, and Wiccans, if you know anything about Wicca, it is like the most hippy dippy floral nature based. Yeah. Wicca's is like not satanic at all. Um, but no. but the witch, uh, the witch, the police were said that they thought witchcraft was involved. They thought he did it as a ritual thing because it was a blue moon. Um, it turned out that he did it because he wanted inheritance money, which is you know makes sense. Um, oh, so he was just an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um wow. and I also I'm just going to read a brief excerpt. So there are a lot of states in the uni- uh in the US or re- or local localities within the US where fortune telling is still illegal. Again, it is for anti-fraud purposes, which I would be okay with except for the fact that it seems very biased because the more popular religions are allowed to 
obtain money for their existence. Um, anyways, so there I found on the U S department of justice, um, office of justice programs. I obtained a training manual that was titled occult criminal investigation. So I didn't read the whole thing. Um, actually only 44 pages are uploaded. The remainder of the manual is lost to history. But I just wanted to include a few interesting notes, tidbits that I pulled from it. First of all, very it was a very biased manual. Um, the man actually uses, or the I don't, I, I assume the author is a man. I actually didn't, I, I, I did not write the name of the author. We're just going to say man. Um, tried to explain the evolution of witchcraft. Initially, almost gets it pretty accurate by saying that, I'd say like most religion, it existed as a reason to explain the unexplainable. You know, we didn't know why, why, why storms happened. We didn't know why illness happened. So we blamed it on, and we, or we used witchcraft to heal ourselves from it and to blame it. That makes sense. Then he said, that doesn't really make sense. The, the less complicated answer is in the Bible. And it's because Eve took the apple. I'm like, okay, so that's good that that's, that's a, uh, someone who's involved in justice that, in the United that's States. And that's their, that's their, solid answer for why witchcraft yep love i oh, love that man. for us grant take it in mind i believe this art this training manual is written in the mid 90s so it is older, but not not old enough for it to be justifiable but we are just getting out of the satanic panic in this time so um which is why i wanted to bring this portion up um the signs of active involvement in witchcraft the number one first thing mentioned and it is mentioned several times in this training manual is quote Obsession with fantasy role-playing games. So D&D was notoriously considered, was a a terrifying thing for parents during the Satanic Panic. And I love that this training manual that that was used by professionals lists that as a warning sign that there might be criminal occult things going on. Wow. (sighs) Incense was also listed, candles and candle holders. Um, books on magic, witchcraft, paganism, and grimoires. Um, we'll we'll include the link to this on the show notes if you want to if you want to browse through it. But I thought that was I thought that was worth a mention. We're not we're not as far out of it as we as we pretend to be. <laughs> no, we're definitely not. Man, that's kind of scary. It's too close to home in the timeline, and it is really heartbreaking and tragic that there are a lot of places where you know. I mean, we, people who, who practice, um, I would say non-popular religions tend to experience prejudice. And in the U S of course, I mean, there was the, the girl who just got visited by the police for, for tarot reading in Pennsylvania. Um, and you know, those things are not great, but in comparison to places where people are actively still being tortured and burned to death and, and children, um, it's, a disappointing and, and i guess i'm grateful that at least here i you know could practice your beliefs without that level of of threat to your life and your livelihood and being chased you know out of your home and yeah things aren't that much better <laughs> very depressing thank you ellie <laughs> i you're welcome I like to end it on a on a sad note. Well, so you know what? I'll, I'll make it level. light again, and I want every male listener to just make sure that their dick is still attached, and not to and not don't forget to feed your dicks oats and corns. Yes. So we'll end on that thing. <laughs> yep. That just about sums yeah. it up. Oh wait, no, hang Where on. We're doing a would you rather? <gasps> yes, let's do it. Okay. 
I, we like to end the episodes with a terrible Ellsworth would you right, rather. It's waiting. always a good oh, time. You got it. Go. Okay. So I do. I do. And this is not witchcraft related. It's just um, another another evil one, though. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to... These are, these, are, these are your two options. For the rest of your life, any song you hear is going to sound like it's being performed by Seether. Any song, regardless of genre. If you choose to not have that be, you are blind. Wait, you're saying Seether like the band Seether? That's, that's a... I do too. Yes. That's a good band. I like Seether. I choose Seether. That was a horrible Would You Rather. But any song, there are a lot of songs that Seether could not do. He doesn't have like a crazy vocal range. It was yeah, severely it was limit what you could listen to. I, I, I'll still drugs. take that. I mean, not being able to see. I would pick that over being blind as well. It would be terrible. Vivaldi is ruined forever. But yeah, says the person who listens to classical music in her. I. Car. Like it, okay. I pretend I'm entering my villain origin story, and I told you that I associate that with sociopaths, like Hannibal Lecter style. I have no craving for human flesh. We've been over this. If I if I if I become crazy, I'm just gonna eat a lot of berries. You strike me as someone that, if offered, would dabble. I I really don't like meat that much, though. Like even animal meat. So like human meat, I could do. Sometimes I get grossed out and I could do without it, but I'm just saying you're dark. I would dark like, I mean, mind. if you offered me like a human bone for a collection, I would take that. But I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you would like gnaw no. on it. <laughs> I do have, I do have any teeth that I've lost, you know, in a little. Well, I'll take that to say that there is a future episode on cannibalism coming up on the uh, good old days. So for all you listeners out there. <laughs> mm. Ooh! <laughs> Prepare your barbecue like sauce it. for some long pig. <laughs> no, I don't want barbecue. I haven't Sounds had barbecue really in a while. Ribs would be me neither. Mm. Oh, I know you. Love I ribs. fucking love ribs. <laughs> that's that's just the the Memphis in me. It's gonna be there forever. <laughs> wow, you two. This was this was intense. For a first episode together. <laughs> well, I'm hoping the listeners like it. Yeah. And if they did, yeah. please come and check out the Good Old Days podcast. All right, that was my plug. <laughs> yes, you can find everything on social media. So the Good Old Days would be at O oh, the G O D P O D. So O oh, the God Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Threads, YouTube, um, and you can also find uh, Devil's Dirt Star at devil's dirt star on all the same social media platforms and also don't forget to check out devil's dirt star patreon for videos of yeah. all these recordings all right well thank you for having me guys i'm so excited yeah thanks for having us thank you for having us stay dirty yes yes oh. keep them where they belong <laughs> attached to the child Ouch. yeah <laughs> All right, I'm stopping recording now. So gross.